Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneurs Digest podcast where we share experiences and success stories of successful entrepreneurs and today we have with us a special guest is a friend a mentor and someone that I always get inspired by his works online Mr. Nee, thank you so much sir, for joining us. Thank you, Gostam. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. We'd like to know more about you, sir. Can you tell us about yourself? Okay, my name is Nee Shrinka. Um, formerly called the Success Catalyst. I have the I have a deep and sincere passion to align people on the path of greatness and success through the discovery of their um, deployment, the development of their potentials and purposes. I truly believe that everything we want to become in life is largely on our inside. So I try to help people find their path, maximize their path, and also earn money while they are doing that. I'm the author of the best-selling book, How to Earn a Fee from What You Do for Free. I'm a management consultant, a trainer, a radio host, um, and many other things. I'm married to one female wife, and I have two... <laughs> Um, songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> awesome, awesome, awesome. We're going to talk about the book later on because I really have a question on that. Okay, so how did you start your journey of impact, influence, and income? Well, uh, my journey started. I, I, did, I, did, I, did, I wasn't the kind of person who was tilted in that direction. I was, I was just like the ordinary. Um, average Joe, the Joe average out there, who was just, um, I, I wasn't, I was just like anybody. That's not what I would say. Um, it wasn't something exceptional. I grew up being truly exceptional, all right, and all of those things. Of course, I was always above average. I was always top, top two, top three in class. There was no doubt about that. But you see, I think I stumbled on it. Um, principally, I think maybe by church activities. You know, and I think it was a message. I remember carefully now that I think it was a message many years ago that was preached by my pastor, and he talked about destiny for greatness, just as if it was a light bulb. You know, mm. that light my path, and from that day on, I just knew that greatness was on my inside, and um, I could also allow people to see the greatness that was in their inside. Prior to that time, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything like that. So that's 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 how I found you know, this part of impact, of influence, and of income. Uh, so so that's that about that. Awesome. So it was yeah. a church message that it led was, yes. to... It was largely, that started that journey for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would like to ask more on that because there are Christians who go to church, listen to powerful messages, and that's the end. They don't do anything about what they heard. So how were you able to act upon that message and yeah okay what happened was that this message i had at that time it wasn't the regular message mm. uh, that I, I should make it very known uh very clear it wasn't the regular so i was accustomed to a particular kind of message okay. you know i was year in year out so but suddenly you know this man came in and, and okay he was new in the church he was the new resident pastor so he came out and his, his teachings you know, we're basically different from the normal, as mm. it were. So 
I, I think it just came at the right time where I was also at the verge of probably entering, leaving my teenage years. In fact, I think I should state that. I think I was about 16, 17 and all of that. So it is packed something. So it was just what I needed about, at about that time. So um, for those who are in church who don't know, this one was a, it was a different message. The tangent was completely off what I used to hear. And so it lighted that fire, sparked that fire on my inside. And we are here today. So, um, so I think that, that that's exactly what happened to me. Okay, awesome, awesome. Then, how are you able to um, strike the balance between church and starting your entrepreneurship journey? Oh, okay, beautiful. So I, it was clear to me, Abinisho, that um, even though I was I'm a church boy, I, I maintain that I proudly say that I proudly say that even the things I do out there, you know, were largely some of the things that I. I learn indirectly and indirectly from church. Okay, but having said that, I also realized that, um, so on a good day, it would have been that, okay, this boy should be, you know, more, more, more of the spiritual and the pastor time. I, I'm all of that, all right? But beyond that, okay, I thought there was still more. I, I was I was one person who believed, or I'm one person who believed that I should die empty. I'm one person who believed that I should explore and maximize all the potentials and the good things that God has laid on my inside. Okay, so I knew I wasn't going to be um, cornered in the four corners, in the four walls of the church, you know. Uh, so it was clear to me, uh, it was very clear to me at that time, that okay, um, even though you were, this thing was battered in this atmosphere, it wouldn't die there, okay? Mm-hmm. So you got to go into the world and um, uh, um, um, as it were, you know, share this gospel, quote and unquote now, um, of, of impact, of, of greatness, you know, and, and that's how basically the entrepreneurial journey for me began, you know, because I knew exactly what it was. Um, so I couldn't be confined with the followers of church yet. Uh, because most people, um, most Christians are confined in the followers of the church and some of them they have same ideas, they have same um, fire, but they don't know how to be able to strike a balance between Very true. being a church person and exploring that entrepreneurship. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So what would be your advice to them, people listening now? Okay. That find that My advice basically is that, you know, Find your path and find it early. Even though I believe that it's never too late to become what, I'm at, what you might have been, but I, I truly believe that it's better to find it as early as you can. Your path is unique. Your path is you can learn from me, but never be a copy and paste person. Okay, mm-hmm. um, uh, you are a voice on your own. Don't don't be an echo. Because the truth is this: almost everybody has been taken already. So the best the best person you can be is yourself. All right. I'm not sure. Uh, probably those listening out to me will become best as the best of the best of the best in anything. I'm not saying you shouldn't aspire to be best. In fact, you should aspire. But basically, I wanted to use that point to reiterate the fact that the best person you can be is in being yourself. That's the best you can do. And because there's nobody that can be you. And that's a treasure. That's that's something to hold there. Um, mm-hmm. So this will be my counsel for such individuals. You know, learn and learn. Learn from God's time. He's doing an amazing job here. Learn from all of us. Learn from me, showing car and all of those great things that we do. But beyond that, all right, let's let's inspire you and all that. But beyond that, 
you know, know that your path is unique to you, your path is different, all right? There's no, the earth has never seen anybody of your kind, right? So learn from these people, from their mistakes, from their successes, but above all, ensure that you follow your God-given path. And when you do that, all right, because it's important, because if you, if you shine my kind of light, um, the, it will be light, but it will be a dull light because it's the same. So we need to shine at different magnitude, at different altitude and with different dimensions, right? So we need to come, somebody bring you red, blue, white, and suddenly we have a rainbow of glory, of grace, of successes and of greatness. So that's the idea. So follow your path, you know, find it early and follow it with the whole of your heart. Awesome. Awesome. You mentioned yeah. about God giving part. Um, yes. The reason why I had to, um, because the podcast before now was focused on um, just entrepreneurship on a general note, but I had to switch to kingdom-based uh, perspective. Now there oh, are a lot, amazing. a lot of people out there doing amazing things, but it is not centered around their God-given path. Mm. So how are you able to know that this is my God-given path despite the noise around the world? Beautiful. You know, um, I'll start by saying, or continue by saying that God is the ultimate. God does not make junk. I, maybe I should just digress and tell somebody out there, it doesn't matter what your background is, it doesn't matter what your experience is. All right, God is ever constant and he does not make junk. Right, and so having said that, one of the ways to find your path, I believe that, like I, like I said in my book, uh, you said we're going to get to that, right? One of the things I quickly said in the first few pages of the book, and in fact, in the first chapter, is your ability to ask questions, right? Um, gone are the days where people think God is one, you know, one somebody who is holding a knife or a cutlass <laughs> or somewhere about to spank your bitch, you know, God. God believes that if you ask questions, God has placed the power of questions. So one of the things you can do to find your God-given purpose is to ask yourself, for instance, I, I, I put out these questions almost every time. Where am I from? This is very important. Where am I from? As long as you know where you are from, it will tell you, you know, you know where you are going. A lot of people are going somewhere, but they don't know where they are coming from. And mm. so there's a lot of confusion out there. So you need to ask, for instance, where am I from? Okay, very powerful question to ask, all right? Who am I? What can I do, all right? What potentials do I have? What giftings do I have? What do people celebrate me for? What can I wake up at 1 a.m. and do without thinking twice, right? So those are some of these introspections that one can do, right? And of course, um, this is a kingdom broadcast. You can also ask God, right? Um, he said, ask and you shall find, seek and you shall find. He said, ask, seek and knock, right? Ask, it shall be given to you. Seek, you shall find, knock. And the door will be open, you know. So I believe that one of the greatest ways to finding your purpose is to ask God directly, why am I here? And truly he answers, truly he will give you, you know, your path. So this is very important because the truth is this, all right? Um, one of the things, a lot of people measure success by everything they acquire today. If you ask people, what is success, okay? My ability to have money, my ability to achieve goal, my ability, as fine as those things are, no problem, all right? The ultimate is that. This life is temporal, all right. Mm -hmm. So we need to leave our path so that because we are, we are going into another world, that another world, quote unquote, that will last in eternity. This world is very temporal, right? Um, so, so that's why um, you must find your path, uh, and so that when you succeed here, you can go back and 
uh, meet your father in heaven and say, good and faithful servants, you sit at my right hand, take this reward. You know, and it is very critical. And I think we need to think, a lot of people need to begin to think from that perspective these days. And it will change a lot of games. It will change a lot of games as per the way people treat people, the way people do business and all of that. If we know that, right, somebody out there, up there will definitely, you know, make account of all of the things that we are. Remember that parable? Say one was giving five, one will be giving um, three or so, and one was giving one, mm. right? And what happened? People who used it, who found their part, you know, their God-given part was rewarded extra than the other guy who really, really didn't find his part. So so that's that about that. Okay. <clears throat> awesome. So let's talk about the book. I've been seeing that book Every day I see you advertise that book and it inspires me a lot. Awesome. It inspires me Glad a lot. To like the yeah. consistency of marketing the book. Amazing. So what really yeah. inspired inspired you to write how to earn a fee from what you do for free? All right. So it's a mouthful. Number one, I, I think that... Um, where should I start from? Um... I, I saw it, it was my issue, okay? So I realized that I'm, I'm a bit multi-gifted. Um, I could do a few things, I could do a couple of things. However, I just realized that um, it wasn't earning me as much as they should earn me. So it was out of my anger, out of my discovery, out of my disappointment, you know, that that book was battered. Okay, and, and beyond me, uh, you know, I, I, I say this way, I, I've noticed that there are, a few tra- there are many tragedies on earth, but I want to point out three, and this will, this will um, answer your question appropriately. The first one is that the first tragedy in life is the tragedy of death, all right? Somebody loses a loved one, loses a parent, all right? I hope people who are listening to us tonight are not evoking any memories, all right? It's not my intention. But I'm going somewhere, right? So you've lost a sibling, lost a loved one, lost a parent, lost a parent, you know, lost a friend, and all of that. It's, it's a tragic event. Nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to lose anybody, right? So that's the first tragedy I realized on earth. The second tragedy I found on earth is what dies in us where we are alive, mm-hmm. right? So you have a lot of people who are gifted, right? But somehow um, they are locked up. You see that they, they are ignorant of it, or they are just lazy about it. Right. Very important point. Say, see that they are ignorant or they are lazy yes. and they are not doing anything about it. So that's the second tragedy. The very, very bitter tragedy I realized on earth. Then the third tragedy is the tragedy of these people are not in the second category. These people have found their path. Right? They they know they are gifted somewhere, they know they are talented. It, it, not that they know it is obvious to everyone. However, they are unable to earn from it. How how much of a tragedy is that? Imagine you are so good, you could sing so much, right? You could write so well, right? You could you could do you know do a lot of things so well, but somehow you are not being paid for it. You, you are not earning from it. And somebody who doesn't do a, a tenth of what you do is doing better. So so that that was what some of the things that I um, that provoked the book. You know, I remember the story of a man who, uh, yes, I think it was somewhere in scriptures, is he Ephesians chapter 9 now, where, no, not Ephesians, Ecclesiastes, where he saved the city, yeah, but he was not, yeah, he, he, there was a wise poor man, a yeah. poor wise man, just yeah. imagine, he could save a city. So he had the wisdom to save the city, but he didn't have the wisdom to come out of poverty. 
Mm. You know, so we are told that he he was forgotten, not because he wasn't smart. All right, not because it was you could for you to save a city, it wasn't a dollar. Mm-hmm. Right, so but he was forgotten because he was poor. It was a, that was a big tragedy. Right, mm-hmm. so that was what battered, you know, this book. It was my story number one. It was this tragedy I saw. Number two, it was this passage I saw. Then number four, I think it was a it was a battered idea beyond all of it because even the title of the book. Um, I think I was discussing with my mother-in-law one afternoon in the sitting room. She came visiting and I told her, so from nowhere, I believe it was the inspiration of God anyway, I wouldn't say from nowhere, I just voiced from nowhere, from, from the Holy Spirit I would say, I just voiced that word, how to any you from what you do for free. Then from then, I knew it was going to be a book. Uh, and, and so, so that's not about that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, yeah. still on the book. Um, I know because I'm a book project consultant and I work with clients. One of the things I've observed is um, when it comes to writing a book, especially a good book, sometimes people are lazy to write the book or they don't have money to publish the book. So how are you able to curb all these challenges, roadblocks? Well, I will say that um, there are some things. Okay, I will say because of you, because I'm about. I'm going to put it when we get to one thousand there about in the book. I'm going to put out a class where I'm okay. a first time author. I'm a first time author, and I think we've done from from what I hear. I don't want to blow my own trumpet. I think we've done relatively not badly at all, right? I'm um, being the first time author to have sold over eight hundred books in the space of just a few months. Uh, so. I know that we are doing, we're, we're trying our best, you know, but, but one of the things I will say to people, some of the challenges, in fact, one of the things I will say in the class that I will put up is to say that I, I relatively didn't spend any money per se in, in publishing this book. And it will shock people. I really didn't spend money of my own. And I will explain, right? For Now, I think the only money I, that went out of me, but it still came back, was the advance payment I gave my editor. Okay, so after I gave my I gave my editor, um, every other morning came in. Okay, it came in by pre-orders, you know, and all of those things. So I was able to scale that height. Okay, of the challenges that come with people probably not finding finance, right? Mm. Already the people who wanted the book had already pre-ordered. So it was that was what I used for printing. That was what I used for getting the book out right then of course i also had a few challenges of being the book published have come a little earlier than that so one had a bit of lethargy one had a bit of you know procrastination and all of those things okay. and so i wouldn't come here yeah i wouldn't come here and, and, and say that everything just went on well no 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 i think i was a bit lazy at some points you know i was a bit draggy and i was thankful for my wife thank god she kept pushing me and, and leading me on you know uh, and pushing me to get this thing out get this thing out to baby and that's what she kept telling me all right so those are the few challenges i had um, while writing and um, so basically basically wow amazing amazing okay so how were you able to um, you said this is your first book how were you able to yes. sell over 800 copies well number one is that um, I had a launch team 
and this is very critical in your journey. I didn't do it alone, so and, and I must thank them. Probably they'll be listening to this, or they have friends who will listen. But I sincerely want to thank my launch team. They're a group of fantastic people. So about two weeks to, to launch, you know, three weeks, I pulled out a message on my WhatsApp status, on my Facebook, that I wanted to put out a book, and I wanted people to volunteer, you know, to be a part of that group. Uh, and, and I promised them I was going to give them some reward. Of course, I've given them reward 10 times over what I would give them, and, and they were excited. So that was how the journey began, okay? So we started the vibes, the noise started going on around the place. People were saying, what sort of book is this? What's happening? Right. So um that's one one way. Okay. I I I I I had a book launch team who were my evangelist more or less. Right. They went to the rooftop and was were shouting about the book. Right. Of course number two was that I I decided I looked around. I think before I also wrote or or began pushing out the book i looked around some of my contemporaries okay and i saw and this of course not to spite them but it was just lesson for me i saw you know how far they had gone with book publishing their successes and their failures so i picked lessons from them i said okay i'm going to i'm really going to change the game god helping me okay mm. so i went out like you said one of the things you said is that you see me every day i'm not tired I, i'm not sure in the next throughout this year you you see me stop i'm i'm, I'm all out so I went bullish as if everything depended on me. All right, I did the marketing with my team. Okay, but one of the things I did is that was that you could access me directly, and so I think that gave people some sense of comfort, some sense of assurance, some sense of you know um, honor and dignity that okay, this auto could even access us. So people could reach me directly, you know. Um, so I could hear their feedback, talk about it. You know, and it's been very tasking. It's been very demanding, mm-hmm. right? So for Im- imagine almost 800 people chatting you at different times, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so you just can imagine. So it, there's, it has its own size. But those were some of the things um, that I, I, I did, that we did, you know, that is making a success out of what we do today. One, one word I will not take away is the word consistency, tenacity, mm-hmm. right? Um, almost every day. Okay, almost every day I post, and almost every day in the past four months, books have been ordered. I think only once or twice that once, maybe maximum of three days that we've not seen orders in a day. So in the last three, four months, we've had orders every single day because I also talk about it every single day. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, because you know, one of the things that people do not realize is that. You cannot allow somebody who is a terrorist, who is a cultist, all right, who is shameless about his, his things, his trade, okay? He doesn't hide it. He wants to recruit you to his fraternity. Mm. So how much more you who has a good news? How much more you who has a, um, the, have a good product? So you must shout on the rooftop. You must talk about it. And those are some of the things that pushed me out to say, okay, guy, I have an amazing book that will change lives completely. And of course, it's evident right that book as a lot of people more than one two three four people have told me that this is probably in their top 10 books some said this is the best book they've read ever in their life some others said that i've not read any books other than my academics until i read your book so basically you know that that's that's been the journey bro that's been the journey wow awesome 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 i'm going to even um send a message concerning that because i was thinking of that so i'm going to send you a message on whatsapp on the book okay. marketing 
Okay. Um, okay. So, have you, have, have you have you gotten yours at all? I'm not sure you've gotten yours. Yeah, I'm going to make my order. Definitely. Okay, good, good. I'm just kidding. You. All right. Anyway, just go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, um, what are the mistakes you regret making, and yeah. you won't want anyone to make such mistakes, especially Christians? Okay, beautiful. I, I think one of the mistakes I made. Now, let me say this again. I think um, I need to. I think God preset. I need to emphasize this more than anything. More than the strategy. I will talk about the strategy. I've, I've been talking about it really, but I think more than the strategies and the ideas and being bullish, being consistent. I think one of the things that I must give thanks to God is that I think it was it was a book whose time had come. Number one and number two, it was God breathed idea because literally I I perceived God speaking to me while I was writing. So I think I need to say that very emphatically. I say that with all 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 gusto that uh, largely was god that breathed the lines you know to me um so what were some of my great regrets one of my major regrets was that i should have talked about this book more you see yeah you you feel i'm talking about it well but i think i should have talked about it more earlier even before the book was published and this is a lesson for anybody right you know you can share your certain things as often as you can put it on, on whatsapp ask people put it on the, the, the one of the best things you can do okay is to because of god's time i'm making this thing out and it's supposed to be a zoom class paid zoom class i will do and so if you're listening to me be out there be, watch out for it but let me just give this point since i've started it all right so you need to get the people involved mm. right you are not the one that will read your book you are not the one that will buy your book so get the people buying it's very pretty when people believe that they are in a scene they want to contribute mm. more so they want to buy so I think I didn't do that um, early enough. I didn't do that enough. The second thing I also didn't do enough was to get my book launch mm-hmm. thing early enough. Like I said, so imagine that we had a, I had a book launch team for just two weeks, less than three weeks. I had um, just a little over 120 people who came in. So imagine if I did that earlier, maybe a month or two before, we'll have maybe close to 500 people. And it will have given us more because even after the 120, we, we entered the group right when i spelled out a few things some people couldn't make demand right so as it stands even as i talk now right now i think we're just less than 80 we're about 74 so about 50 people had to leave you know of course we didn't fight or anything but they had to leave because terms and conditions they couldn't fulfill right so so imagine if we had i'm just thinking it if we had 250 in that group probably 50 left we had 200 probably this will have scaled more imagine we had 500 and 100 left we have 400 that means we will have scaled more so those are some of my regrets you know that i intend to correct and anybody who is out there listening can learn from my mistakes and and and, 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 and make a better success of their product their service awesome okay you have mentioned to remaining third one i said three you What's yeah, you mentioned you, you said I should say three. Yeah, I think yeah. those those two are, 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 are what comes to mind readily. Yeah, those two are okay, what comes then to the mind. last question I have is what are the three secrets that has helped you come thus far? 
Number one, God, 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 and God, 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 grace, God, God, grace, God, grace, God, 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 and God, and God's grace. I'm saying that because that summarizes it. I remember mm. Apostle Paul who said, I'm what I am, but the grace of God, all right? Um, the grace of God was not in, that was in me, was not in vain. I labored that day all, yet not I, it was still the grace, all right? So this, this, this is my experience, this is my story. It was God, God, and God, and God, all right? Number two is that, you know, um, I think I started out relatively early, a bit early. I wasn't one of those boys on the street. Um, I know a lot of people boast about how the the bad guys, they were, there's nothing bad in it, right? But I was, like I said earlier, I was a church boy, okay? So I think early enough, I knew God early enough, you know, I was, a, I didn't see, of course, I wasn't perfect. I was a pretty, pretty, uh, I was stubborn, not the kind of stubbornness that goes to beat people on the street all over. I was stubborn really at home, you know, and that was my, my own side. But basically, I think my path, thanks to my parents, particularly my mom, right, was was designed or um, early enough. So I, I think that is largely responsible, you know. Um, it's, it's almost linked to the first point of God, God, God. But of course, I think my faith, my Mm. Um, my foundation, okay, knowing okay, with God, you know, going to church. I was a church boy, playing the drums, you know, before I joined the choir, you know, entered the leadership and all of that. So those were things that helped me. Then number three, I think, um, relatively consistency, consistency. I think it was Bruce Lee that said that um, intensity, consistency is better <clears throat> than intensity right long-term consistency is better than short-term intensity that's what Bruce Lee said and i agree completely so my journey i didn't start out today yeah. looked at my journey for a while you know it's it been a couple of years so uh, so i wouldn't that's why I, I don't encourage people to just copy and paste people some can come and in less than two years they blow up in the scene but so for some of us right we'll be consistent in the back door over the years and so our light is just shining now and all of that but those three are basically you know my foundational secret god number one number two early starting out early my foundation and number three the ability to be consistent to be consistent because maybe i should add another fourth one all right is to you know synergize with the right people synergy is very critical right be in a company be in a company of people that will push you i, I tell people that never be around somebody mm. who condemns you all the time. Never be also be somebody mm. who pampers you all the time. Anybody who pampers you all the time will blow mm. you to the roof and you bust at the end of the day. Anybody who criticizes you all the time will criticize you until he digs you uh, and, and you fall into a ditch. However, be around people who inspire mm. and challenge you all the time. That's the balance. And so, so how can um, yeah. the audience get the book? Yeah. Okay, directly. Um, so that we don't waste time. I'm going to give you two things, two ways to get it. Number one okay. is basically through my WhatsApp. Just chat me directly. You're chatting, you're chatting with me, showing Kai. Really, you do that. 070-3457-0310. I'll say it slower twice. 070 3457 0310. 
0.0. This is my direct WhatsApp line, all right? Alternatively, you could go on my website, Niyi Shorinka. Niyi is spelled N-I-Y-I-S-O-Y-I-N-K-E. N-I-Y-I-S-O-Y-I-N-K-E. Niyi Shorinka.com forward slash earn a fee. Niyi Shorinka.com forward slash earn a fee. And if he's spelled E A R N A F E E. E A R N A F E E. So www.nishoinkat forward slash www.nishoinkat.com forward slash earn a fee. Yeah, so that's how to get the book directly. Or you could just buzz me on all of my social media handles Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Nishoinkat. Just fine. I'm the only Nishoinkat <laughs> I think on the planet. Awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome. And it's it's been an amazing time. And yes. really want to thank you for the value lent a lot and I, i'm sure a lot of people will also get value from this and please do endeavor to get Thanks. your copy this book is i've not read the book but from the review so far that i see every day it's mind thank you very much sir and we hope to have you one more time here thanks bro Anytime, bro. Anytime for you. Thank you for all that. You everybody listening out there, please follow God's time. Follow him. He's an amazing guy doing lots of stuff. Um, and I also celebrate and value him. Follow him on all his um, social media handles. And I want you to do a favor. Anytime he does some of these things, make a comment, share. Make a comment, share. Get people in his community. And um, he's somebody I believe in and he's somebody who is destined for greatness. All right. So please support God's time. A fanny. As much Thank you as very much, you sir. Can. God bless you. Yeah, my pleasure.